Welcome in, guys. We got another edition of a Very Moody Sports Show. I'm Daniel Moody. This is Zach Whittington. And we're going to be coming at you with some hot topics, some fun conversations, a lot of crazy stuff in uh, sports this weekend. Fights in college football, (laughs) NFL, a couple teams sort of got buried, I feel like. Uh, But in the NBA, Zach, it has been a bit of a hectic year overall, correct? Yeah, it's just... There's a lot of good teams. There's some bad records out there. And the Lakers being back is just, we haven't had to worry about that in 10 years, really. Well, it is good for basketball that the Lakers' name is back at the top. Yeah, and then the Celtics are also playing well. Thank God Kimball Walker's injury wasn't as bad as it looked. And uh, he got back, and then he dropped a season high in his first game back, I'm pretty sure, 39 or something like that. And the Lakers are still 17-3. and So you got your powerhouses right there, but then you also got some other teams like the Suns are in the playoff. They they would be in, in the, the playoffs. playoffs it's very early, but like they're near playing 500. That's better than what they've been doing. That's lately. really surprising. I feel you like. got this young Hornets team still one game at one spot out of the play eight seed. So did you see on Twitter Devin Booker hit like I think it was like seventy something threes in a row at practice? It was forty five. Forty five. I watched the He's whole two and a half out. minute video. I thought about it. I was like, why would I sit there and watch two and a half minutes when I know exact things so, that's happening? This is like a practice scenario. Devin Booker's just shooting three pointers. It's forty five in a row, and I think the most funny part of the video is it's like three minutes long of shooting. Ricky Rubio is just, like, standing behind him, like, in a drill scenario. Like, whenever Devin misses, he gets he to shoot. He steps up. But it's Ricky Rubio and he stands yeah. there alert, like, the whole time, like, ready to go next. But, man, that was a display. Like, well, that was impressive. 45 straight, that's awesome. But then I, there was a world, I was in the comments, the world record for three-pointers made in a row was, like, it was, like, in the 70s by some, like, 70-year-old man. Like really? a guy, like an older gentleman, has the world record for three pointers. That's made. crazy. Well, he's probably just he has swat. a lot of time on. I his bet hand it's not even a jump shot. I don't oh, know how from he the does. ground. <laughs> he might do a granny. We should look it up. Oh, that'd be impressive. If he's we should both attempt grannies. Yeah, we should attempt our own takes at this. We, oh boy, I think I may get one. We can master the three point shot, Dan, and get a world record. We'll check back in on it in a few months because I'll need some practice time for sure. All right. Uh, I need a week or so. Week or so, <laughs> the Bucks, Zach. So not only the West has been crazy, but the Bucks also have uh, taken the number one spot in the NBA as far as record. They are now eighteen and three, leading over the Lakers, who have seventeen wins. And the Bucks are on, I think, twelve game win streak. Yes, and they have two Antetokounmpo's now. They have Fiannis, the younger brother, younger brother. That's right. I did Giannis. not remember that. And then, uh, so Giannis is actually playing like an MVP. The reigning MVP should. I mean, James Harden's averaging 47 this week. But, but he does. Everyone, I don't like James Harden. <laughs> I'm one of those people. <laughs> I'm just going to go on the record with that. And it's just like, I imagine James Harden's the guy at the gym who you're playing basketball with. Who doesn't pass the ball. And, like, you try not to pass him the ball, but then he gets it. And then it's just like you want to leave because it's so annoying playing with this guy. He just sits there and crosses over, crosses over, crosses over, crosses over, crosses over. Pull a three. Yeah, I don't like his style of play. I don't think it's an entertaining. And he gets a lot of foul call. He's going to lead the he, fa- he's going to lead the league in fouls. He foul always has again. a majority of his points at the foul line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Giannis impresses, impresses me just with the defensive ability. He's, he's crazy on offense. Up. He can dunk from like 
five to ten feet away from the basket. Like his arms are crazy long. So yeah, he's just a very impressive Seven basketball tall. player. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Heat and the Raptors both are also in top part of the East, which is crazy as the Raptors are playing without Kawhi this year. You know, Pascal's probably the leader. I mean, of the they're team, used to playing without Kawhi. Load management. That's he sits true out too. Every other game. Uh, they actually have a matchup, uh, I do believe, tonight. Big game, uh, but we'll see. Uh, the Heat have been playing really well, too. They, they got some stunning. crazy young guys. They got a lot over. of I young mean, guys. Jimmy Buckets, too. Jimmy so. Buckets leading, uh, yet again, still leading the league in steals. I think he's been leading the league in steals he plays so all he, year. He's a hustle. <laughs> Sounds like. older. Uh, so, I'm yeah, the NBA has been crazy. One of the craziest parts of the NBA so far have probably been the Warriors, though, Zach, I would say. Would you agree? Oh, man. Um, what goes up comes Always down. Always comes down. And they came down quick and came down real hard as they lost to the Atlanta Hawks by over 30 points. And just to take note, the Atlanta Hawks are coming off a 10-game losing streak. Is Draymond playing in these games? I don't know. I don't think he is, honestly. I know everyone's hurt, but geez. They're they're getting blown out. They're like the work. worst team in the NBA. They are. They have the Besides worst record. The they have the worst record at four and eighteen. I think the uh the David Fisdale Knicks are gonna come to an end soon. Oh, before I, the yeah, end of the season. They, they were talking about firing him a couple weeks ago and they're That's true. They've lost seven straight, man. Give him to ten and he's probably gone. I don't know. It's like fourteen, unless you go full tank. Again, but you paid a lot of guys money. Maybe it was just to sell tickets, but uh, you're already four and eighteen. I mean, not uh, four and seventeen, rather. But that's you're, there's not there's not a lot of ups. The Hawks are pretty the surprisingly Hawks bad too. Are terrible. <laughs> Trey Young is like the fourth leading score average scorer. Um, but it doesn't matter. I say that, but the Hornets so only much. Hornets. Are not that much better, and they're listen, in the ninth. So. I've watched the Hawks; they are bad, Zach. This is a terrible. The Hornets play hard. They're in every they game. We I'm, lose some games at the Bell. We win some games at the Bell, but that's a young team. But like the Hawks, the past ten whew. games have got blown out multiple times. I was stunned when we beat the Warriors by that much. The Hawks are so bad, but the Magic are in the eight seed right now. They're sitting at eight and eleven. They have the Hornets' old coach Steve Clifford, who returned to the Magic. So that's a young group of players. Still got Mo Bamba down there. You got Jonathan Isaac, the former FSU player. Uh, don't they have uh, uh, Markel Fultz? Yeah, they traded for Fultz, and he's been playing. Fultz has been looking better. As yeah, a, I'm not. He doesn't say look perfect, like but, a. Uh, he doesn't look basket broken. case. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, NBA still early, but football is still the topic of topic of the of the moment. There is a little college basketball going, and there is a player that was in the NBA uh, and has just recently gotten a job at his alma mater. You uh, mentioned him to me before the podcast. Oh, yeah, I was you repping. Want to, you want to rep him? You want to talk about the Michigan Wolverines and Juwan Howard? Yeah, so Juwan Howard, a member of the Fab Four or Fab Five. Fab Five, Fab yeah. Five, they were uh, the Michigan team from the 80s. Who were so good and then uh had a Ju- great NBA. Juwan player. Howard played for like eighteen years, riding the bench through the Miami Heat years with LeBron and D Wade and Bosch and Ray Allen. And he stayed there for a long time. And then I swear he went to some other benches with LeBron. 
So Juwan Howard got the job with the Michigan Wolverines basketball, and they've already got a couple wins over top 10 teams this year. They're now ranked number four. Who they're playing tonight? They have a big game against Louisville, who just recently uh, actually got the number one seed. And the problem with that is the pad, there's been three number one teams that have lost this year in college basketball. And it's only been three, four weeks into college basketball. So, like, that being said, I do believe Louisville could be on a bit of an upset alert here with the number four Michigan team that, as you said, does appear to be trending up. Yeah, they're rolling. So, Juwan and the boys. Uh, so, yeah, we just want to mention those real fast, Zach. I thought it was interesting you yeah, just sort of and, pulled uh, Juwan out to me randomly because I had the thought about the, them being pretty impressive so far also. Clemson lost to Minnesota last night. That, that was, is unfortunate. It was not good either, so... Uh, yeah, uh, and there's not a lot in college basketball, guys, obviously, uh, there's... We're not in conference We're not in conference play yet, we'll see what happens when we get there, and obviously, we'll be covering lots of March Madness, can't wait for that, everybody enjoys it. Uh, to the NFL, Zach, and we're gonna start on the Thursday games, there was one early, didn't really matter, Chicago winning over the Lions, uh, but on the middle game... The Buffalo Bills were nine playing and three. the Cowboys, and they were now 9-3 and three after the win. And it was closer score than the game actually was. It, it was a bit of a dominance on the Bills' part. Um, 26-15 uh, at home. Jerry World, <laughs> come on now. That's a playoff Bills team. Playoff Bills team. Jerry actually made a couple comments after the game, made you questioning a bit as far as Jason Garrett's job security. So how are you feeling? You think that's going to be something that's... Well, he uh, he, he backed up on it and said Jason Garrett is the right fit for Dallas Cowboys. Because he'll do exactly what Jerry tells him to do. But, like... His team will never be good. Who are you going to hire? Lincoln Riley? That's about all you got. Ron Rivera. Ron Ron Rivera. Rivera. He's open uh, because the Panthers lost to the Redskins. And Riverboat Ron lost his job. Lost a job. They said there's going to be multiple changes to the organization in the front office, but uh, starting out with Ron, uh, calling that tenure over, and I would assume with his tenure over being being over, that's probably meaning they're moving on from Cam Newton also. Yeah, get you a quarterback, get you a coach, start over. It's time to start over. You got some young weapons, you got some offense, everybody's young. Pay Pay an offensive line, pay your running back. Build your team around it. Like, you gotta, it's a staple you're there. Draft Tua. And then, uh, that would be wild. That'd be crazy. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers beat the Browns. This is a pretty crazy game as far as uh, seeing the fact that both these teams, if you looked at them at the beginning of the year, everybody talking about the Browns being a playoff team, potential Super Bowl team, and they are probably out of contention for the playoffs now. While the Steelers are in playoff contention, and you looked at them in the beginning of the season, Lost uh, Ben Roethlisberger. You're walking around with Mason Rudolph at quarterback, and you're you lost your top receiver, top running back. So you're curious what they were going to do, and they've looked impressive so far. That just speaks to how bad this Freddie Kitchens Browns team is. I really think it is something to do as they got Odell a number one receiver, and he's number Six two receiver games behind Jarvis Landry. Receiving. 
six straight games without 100 yards receiving, longest in his career. It's crazy. It's just it's stunning to me they have not been able to figure out how to get this man the ball consistently. Um, the Dolphins, how about this Dolphins team? They have got three wins, even though despite the front office not trying to let them win, they upset Philly. Uh, it was pretty stunning, honestly. Philly's also pretty bad, though. Philly is a pretty bad team, seeing they were in a Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Uh, they've fallen pretty far, even with Carson Wentz still there. Uh, and I'd say most of the people that were in the Super Bowl team, honestly. Uh, the Ravens and 49ers had a classic of a game, really. Uh, they were, Ravens went on the road and got the win 20-17 to really close. Um, I think this could be a potential match, uh, preview of the Super Bowl. That'd be wild, but the playoffs are crazy. The Things would have to fall a, fall a certain way, but I mean, there's no reason. These teams are great. You got two, you got two good running games. Jimmy, I mean, yeah, Jimmy G, he gives you like some concern when it comes to consistent passing game, but they can run the ball. They have both teams have good defenses. And obviously the Ravens have Lamar, so I think it is a potential. But uh, obviously, there's always the play. The Patriots uh, are probably going to be in the playoffs, and are the are the Ravens going to be able to get over the Patriots in the playoffs? I think that's a little bit of a different thing than beating them in the regular season. Uh, always consistently there. Patriots always. offense also is pretty bad. The Patriots offense is looked pretty bad. They did struggle this week against the Texans in NRG, and that did catch up with them. Uh, they got lost. Uh, LaShawn looked really good. Um, I was impressed overall with just the play calling of the Texans and their ability to produce points. Yeah, Texans are a quiet 8-4, and four, it seems to me. You know, like, their record's better than, like, it felt... Four weeks ago, like obviously they've done bet like won games, but eight and four, like it felt like the Texans were shakier than this at the beginning. Of They're the leading the uh, AFC South. Uh, they are looking pretty impressive overall as far as the ability uh, to consistently score. Defense has looked better in the past few weeks, but I will say the Tennessee Titans got a win over the Colts this week, putting them one game back in that division. So. Got to watch. This Tennessee team always seems to be doing random stuff up and down. They win 10 games a year. They're guaranteed to win 10 games. We've said this before. And then uh, back to the Patriots. Everybody's like freaking out. I mean, even us right there saying how bad the offense is. They're 10-2. and two. They're 10-2. Everybody calm you, down. You think they're going to go 16-0 and 0 every year? Like, they went 16-0 and 0 one year, and they lost that Super Bowl. They win Super Bowls with losses in their regular season every single time. So... It's fine. Chill out. I don't the think Patriots it's a big lose, stress. But yes, there's maybe some concern. The uh, Philip Rivers uh, had another three-point loss. The Chargers looking just... Surprise bad team. Surprising bad team, but it's just like, it seemed like I've heard everybody says this, but it's absolutely true. Philip Rivers will always have the ball or be right there about to have the ability to win in the last few seconds. It will never happen. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. It's time to blow it up for the Chargers. They you need to move so? into a stadium and blow it they up. They need to get out of L.A. ASAP. I think that's back to San one. Diego. Back to San Diego. Land of uh, 
I don't. I forgot the quote. But it's Anchorman. <laughs> it's an Anchorman. I don't think it was appropriate for the pod. So well done, Zach. Okay. Constrained <laughs> yourself. Uh, a team that seems to be struggling, and I am questioning if they're going to be moving on from quarterback or not. Derek Carr got benched uh, with oh, the Raiders in a bad loss to the Chiefs. Zach, do you think they're moving on from Carr? We got the 500 Raiders. Um, the Raiders. I mean, it just depends. We got to see. You're obviously riding them through the end of the season, and you want to win games. I mean, it doesn't matter. Your record is already good enough that even if you lose the rest of your games, you're still gonna not going to have one of the top picks. That's true. So you're not going to get the first pick at quarterback. So you might as well just play as hard as you can, try to make the playoffs. You can still make the playoffs with the Raiders. You're 6-6. Six and, six. and Gruden can get as much success as, they, as possible this season. But... Your your first round pick's not changing that much, so I say just play hard. And then if you find yourself in the draft with a quarterback that you really like at your Go ahead spot, and pick them up, pick them up, and then second round, third round quarterback, exactly. And then maybe trade Derek Carr to Jacksonville or something, because <laughs> Jacksonville will just take anybody's quarterbacks and pay them a lot of money. Gardner Minshew just needs to be the man, and Nick Foles is the overpaid backup. Gardner Minshew has now been established as the starter for the next game. They're like, we're going to at least sell tickets on the mustache and swag alone. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the Rams played the Cardinals this week. They rolled them. Uh, they actually look to be back to their winning ways a bit. Uh, so it's pretty impressive. But uh, nothing much there. I don't, we'll see the Rams, you know. Still trying to compete and for a wild card game position. Cardinals can get another high pick in the draft, so get you some linemen. Pick up linemen, protect your quarterback. Young man needs help. He's very small back there. Yeah. Uh, and the only short lineman. A short lineman. Short strong. The only other game on Sunday, the Bengals played the Jets, and the Jets have now given two winless teams their first wins of the season as Bengals beat them. I was very surprised the Bengals on 22-6 to over the Jets because you're 0-11. Come on, Jets. I picked Le'Veon in my fantasy league. My fantasy league hopes died, and now the Jets. This is a The Jets are falling apart. Uh, yeah, it's just like it seems like they're going to be stuck in this forever. I don't know if it'll ever get better for the Jets fans. Darnold, when you – I have a strict policy. If your quarterback throws for 50 pass attempts or anywhere near it, you're probably going to lose that game. Darnold, 48 attempts. Way too much. Exactly. And Le'Veon Bell, 10 attempts. Run the ball. Why are you paying the man to give him the ball 10 times? Doesn't make sense. Game plan is not working. Oh, my gosh. Somebody's game plan that worked, the Seattle Seahawks against the Vikings on Monday night, hosted them in a big game for the in the NFC, and they did get the win. Uh, held the Vikings off as the Vikings did try to make a bit of a comeback. Heard a weird fact today. Kirk Cousins 0-8 on Monday night games now. You like that? Do you like that? I don't think anybody likes it. Every time I talk about Kirk Cousins for the rest That's of my the life. That's the instant thing that pops up. I'm, I can't help it. It's going to be annoying to some people, but every time Kirk Cousins comes up for the rest of time, I will say that. Sorry, pod listeners. It's not sorry. It's just it's it's an involuntary the statement thing. of fact. <laughs> uh, there are a few notable games next week that I'm excited for. I think they're pretty big matchups. The Bills are playing at the Ravens. That's going to be a pretty crazy game. Let's go Mafia. 
If we get a playoff win, ten and three Bills potentially over with a win over the hottest team in football. With the that'd Ravens. be crazy. Let's go Bills. That sounds what the Bills are made of. I love the Bills are built for this game. You got a quarterback. He's tall. The weather's getting colder. Throw through the air. You got a dominant defense that can stop the run at home. When's the last time you had a nine and three Bills team hosting a ten and two Ravens at home? The Mafia is going to be wild. That stadium's going to be reckless. Look outside. There's going to be so many broken tables. There's going to be broken tables in the stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, the <laughs> Niners are at the Saints. <laughs> uh, and then the Chiefs are also at the Pats. The Pats coming on back to another big game. Uh, we'll, we'll see if see. the Chiefs are getting into real form. And we'll, yeah, we'll see how see. bad the Pats look. Really see how bad the Pats look. And then the Rams team that <coughs> I mentioned are, host- are hosting the Seahawks. Uh, that's more of a, just a big game for the Heath Seahawks to keep what they're doing rolling. I mean, eight and five Rams, you creep back up there. You creep. could, but that's a tough division to find a wild card position, as the other top two, other two teams above you are both ten and two. Yeah, the Niners and the Seahawks. I don't know where you're coming from with those. That's gonna be tough. There's a lot of good teams. There's four teams ten and two. Right a lot now. of really good teams in the NFL. It's sort of like the NBA. I feel like there's a lot of competitive teams right now. It's or the NBA. It's really impressive. I like it a lot. Uh, we're gonna now jump into college football. Uh, I'm pretty excited, Zach. Even though it is the end of the regular season, I am sad about that. Oh man, it- but. It comes and goes, It man. comes and goes, and it's a beautiful thing, and I love it. Here's the thing, Dan. I think we're going to have NCAA football 2020 for next Oh, that will be so perfect. So, I'm, I'm ready to be disappointed seasons. because it's been I've been disappointed for six full years now. But <laughs> I think we're going to have an NCAA football game next season, boys. I feel like it may be girls. in, like, the 2021 Seasons. What a terrible we'll year for marketing. Give me 2020. 2020 all numbers. day. Love it. Trevor uh, Lawrence on the cover. Give it to me. <laughs> it was. Give me. Just give it to me. Give me. I need something <laughs> to tie me over the off seasons. Uh, it was still a very fun weekend, though. Yeah, rivalry, rivalry. week. There we go. We I did it. Got it. Yeah. Easy. You just got to slow it down. Uh, Sound it out. Clap great, it out. <laughs> great, great week as far as just games. There was a lot of there was a lot of scraps. Uh, obviously, high were... intensity in these games, so there were some scraps and stuff. But uh, overall, I think it was a fantastic week weekend of football. I'm gonna somewhat disagree. Besides the Alabama game, the the Iron Bowl, every other game was like well in hand won by the favorites. Absolutely, but still entertaining football out there. You know what was that? Let's start with the Big Ten. We're going to go to the Big Ten immediately. Yes, okay, because we'll start at the bottom of my list. I have them in order from eight one day. Okay. So we'll start at eight. Wisconsin and the Minnesota boys. I'm yeah, I, I want to talk about. about Minnesota because they let me down. They let everybody down, Zach. My mom asked me on <laughs> Sunday morning, what happened to your gophers? I was like, <laughs> Mom, don't bring it up so early. Ma! I was like, Mom, it's Ma! 9 a.m. Stop I, it. I haven't even brushed my teeth, <laughs> Ma. You're asking me about the golden gophers. I was so sad. I can't explain it. PJ. Wisconsin went in there and beat just down the boat. They sunk the boat, Zach. Took the axe, Paul Bunyan's act back oh. in Madison where they like it. What a great Fantastic trophy, trophy man. People it's talk, actually a large axe. It's a massive axe. People talk about like these trophies for the Big Ten being ridiculous. I'm like, give me the large axe, please. Yes. 
Uh, it was sad, though. Uh, it does send Wisconsin into the Big Ten Championship, though, as a play-in game. Yes, so, so we have the rematch. Of the, the rematch. Because <laughs> the Ohio State Buckeyes, number one team in the country, went into Michigan. Big game, big game. They could have won, and they didn't. They got blown out yet again. Here is the story. There's two stories. Two stories. Let's two, hear them both. Two stories. Number one, Buckeyes are good. Really good. Number two, it's all about Jim Harbaugh. So Michigan loses that game to the Buckeyes, which they he can't beat the Buckeyes. But the Wolverines are nine and three right now. He they're gonna win next week against Michigan State. Well, not do they even play Michigan State next week, or am I making that up? No, I'm not. I'm making up. I'm talking no. about their bowl game. They're gonna win their bowl game. Whoever they play, they're gonna win their bowl game. They're gonna be ten and three. They're gonna be ten. He's Ten and three, five straight years, you know? He's not getting fired off a of ten and three season. And the thing is, like, look at what Michigan was before that, when you had Brady Hope and Charlie Weiss as your coaches, and re- even Rich Rod. You know, like, you never really was a great program. I mean, even when you can't beat Ohio State, when this is potentially one of the best Ohio State teams ever, you're going to hold that against Jimbo. I know we're hard on Jimbo. Not Jimbo, but Jim Harbaugh. Jim. You know, I like He's all that. fine, Jimbo, either way. <laughs> He probably doesn't mind. Yeah, he's been referred to as Jimbo before. And uh, we're hard on him. We make fun of his antics and his khakis and his glasses. But he really is a good coach. The problem with it when recruiting to me is like you got to – every year you're just going to have to promise you're not going to the NFL again. You know, so. Really is. But uh, we'll see if a job opens for Harbaugh and he does go to the NFL. We'll see. I, I see him hanging out in Michigan for a while. Uh, the number two team, LSU, they rolled A&M this week, uh, held them to seven points. The defense sort of impressed me with that, I will admit, but I still don't, I'm still suspect on that defense. Uh, any, any notes from the LSU game? It was just boring. See yeah, the I Joe mean, Burrow jersey? Yeah, the Burrow. Out, Baroques, uh, yeah, Burrow? yeah that, I thought that was pretty nice. I enjoyed that. Uh... Then Clemson. George has joined the George studio. is now in the studio, and he just bopped the mic. I think he has a take, but he just can't get it out. Oh, uh, he'll probably say something by the other. <laughs> uh, Clemson dominated USC, uh, 38-3. Zach, I do believe it's you want my, to talk about this a little it's bit. It's one of my locks of the week. The thing is, is Zach that did get the lock of the week with that. We knew it was going to be a big win. Um, I've talked to some Carolina fans; they're completely out on Muschamp. They want him gone. He's definitely not gone. He's Sorry, still guys. above. He's still above 500 as a coach there, which is surprising me by like one game, um, 500 winner percentage. And then, but Clemson really, you ran the ball fine. You launched the ball down the field. Trevor Lawrence looked good. I mean, they've just tune been unstoppable game. for like six games now. Really so. have. It was definitely tune-up game for them. Got ready for the championship I, game. I was telling um, you earlier. It's like. The only thing you can say about Clemson is, like, they went to overtime and almost lost to North Carolina, North Carolina so long ago. I can't even remember the story. Oh. Yeah, that is true. We've won every they, game by, like, 35 or 40 since points since. Absolute dominance. Um, yeah, the so defense, I told, the right told my boss uh, the other day that the defense absolutely better than last year. And now you're looking into uh, – 
the ACC championship against Virginia. So Virginia, that's... yeah, was able to get the win against Virginia Tech. Completed the prophecy. The prophecy. So now seven different teams have won the Coastal Division in seven straight years. That's Absolutely insane. It, the prophecy is. You will fulfilled. not see that ever again in any freaking division of college football ever. Well, that's why the ACC is the best division in football. It's unpredictable. Most random division. It's possible. unpredictable, except for Clemson being good. For a little short amount of time. Well, uh, <laughs> another uh, ACC-SEC matchup in the rivalry weekend. Uh, oh. UGA uh, did find their offense against Georgia Tech. Uh, went on the road 52-7. to But big note coming out of this game as they are going into this game. weekend against SEC championship, uh, into the SEC championship against LSU this weekend. George Pickens got into a skirmish with somebody. <laughs> Uh, swung on him twice, threw him into the that wall. That was awesome. And got suspended for the first half of the uh, SEC championship game. B- big news, really, as right. Lawrence Cager is also injured. All right. I love it. I love it. I was not that upset about it. So here's here's the big step for that. Here's my it. comparison, what I just thought of. So you have that incident. Let's put it side by side with the Miles Garrett incident. So Miles Garrett... <laughs> grabs a helmet, swings, and hits Mason Rudolph in the head. This incident, the Georgia player grabs the face mask of the Georgia Tech player and pulls him head first into Into the wall. wall. How is that any better than swinging a helmet? So he got a half of the SEC championship suspension, and now Miles Garrett's out for – uh, 10 plus games maybe like half the next season his, the, the excuse for George Pickens is he's a freshman Zach <laughs> Miles Garrett's like 24 or 25 that's true no I'm joking yeah it was a little it's absolutely you can't be doing that not allowed on the football field especially the throwing into the wall part um, I it just, was hilarious to watch I'm just a little upset about Gangster. him being gone I'm like you know he's a freshman he's doing his thing he's upset it's passion it's for a half man it's half the football it's literally 30 minutes he's gone but it's <laughs> gonna be of an hour game it's gonna be crazy when this game is on I don't know really how to feel about it but uh, I'm hoping the dogs defense can get the win Zach do you have any notes on it or you no, it was just LSU a, uh in the championship, that's just such a close game. You it's going to be such a toss-up. Yeah, if I really you run the ball, like. you'll do fine. I feel confident. But in Jake Fromm's probably going to have like forty-five pass attempts. Jake Fromm's got to got to play good. He's got to be accurate. You're right. He's definitely been missing, but he's been fifty percent most of the past. I'm not saying season. he's got to be more I'm accurate. Just, the game the plan better be run better. The ball. Um, I will say DeAndre Swift went out in the Georgia Tech game, but I, I said he should be fine, but it was a shoulder injury, so that's a little nerve-wracking, too. Uh, Bama, this was the other SEC game. They were in the Iron Bowl at Auburn on the road. Mac Jones had to win. There were some crazy and moments. It was one of the craziest games of the year, I would say. It's definitely an instant classic, uh, but Bama on the loss to Auburn is out of the playoff picture. Notes on the game, Zach. I mean, like, I would... Dude. Huge fan of the game. Fantastic so, game. the 100-yard interception. interception return, they bounced off the receiver's back of his hands into the defender, and he ran it all the way back for Auburn. That was so awesome. They had two pick sixes <laughs> against Bama. 
you're going to lose that game. The Jalen Waddle kickoff return right after a pick six. Oh, yeah. It was, the game that was the up. most Alabama moment ever. Absolutely Alabama moment. Jalen Waddle had a crazy touchdown catch, too, where he went up and he straight, he caught a, something over, caught a ball over somebody. And, like, Jalen Waddle is the shortest of the receivers. You know, really like, impressive. over the last five years, Bama's had the most missed field goals. I did know that. That's crazy. Is that because they played the most games or what? <clears throat> no, it's because they always miss field goals. <laughs> uh, SEC uh, or national championship against us, they, they missed like three field goals in that game. They missed field goals constantly. Uh, hint, hint, kick six that happened in the exact same stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, so crazy, they're out. This guy's this insane thinking about a playoff where Alabama's not there. I'm so happy. It's so much better. Um, it is going to definitely be into entertaining to see what happens. My lock of the week, Utah was uh, hosting Colorado. I had chosen the Buffs to beat Colorado. That was a to big beat Utah. lock. Big a, lock. Big scary lock. The number it, six team in the country. They're gonna. They're the first team in the playoffs. Did now, not man. work out for me. The Utah with a win in the Pac-12 championship, Zach, has probably secured themselves in the playoff as long as LSU beats Georgia. Yeah, um, you're just scared because Georgia's going to get knocked out of the playoff for Utah. They're probably <laughs> going to get knocked. I'm nervous about that game. We'll see what happens for my dogs, but I do I do think we, it'll be a close game. I do not think it'll be a blowout. Uh, both Oklahoma and Baylor were able to get wins to uh, secure their positions in the Big 12 championship. And so a win from Oklahoma, I think, could push uh, Utah maybe out of the playoff picture and put them in it. But if Baylor wins, I don't think the Big 12 will be in there. But most likely the Big 12 out of the championship. You think they're going to jump Utah? They could. Baylor has a really good defense, and so does Utah. But we'll see. Uh, Utah has less of an impressive win as the championship for Baylor and Oklahoma. Either way, it's a top 10 win. Mm -hmm. So that's really impressive. Uh, that's pretty much all we got going for the playoff, guys. Not a lot of teams left in it. Uh, we'll see what happens this week. Um, <clears throat> there are obviously group of five teams playing for a Cotton Bowl position. 11-1 teams that are App State, Boise State, and Memphis. Um, and they are all going to be trying to win their championship. 11-1 Memphis team coming off the win against Cincinnati. Zach. I had, uh, I had to stick with my boys, dude. I will I will admit the defeat when it is 11 there. 11-1. That's They're the most physical team in football. But crazy thing, Cincinnati-Memphis again playing at Memphis for the ACC championship. The, the AAC, AAC championship. I hate that they did that shit. And uh, it's funny, just an exact repeat of the game. We'll see, but I think it's pretty tough for teams to win two times in a row against teams. So we'll see Next you, week they run it back? This, this coming weekend. That is so hype. Bogus, right? That a little bogus to me. If you're asking me of Memphis, I'm like, dang it, I want to play the same team twice. No, you prove, you prove it. You stop their face twice. Boise will be hosting Hawaii. Hawaii not a bad team, so do Nine watch that. Do watch that game, Bob. Boise State and Memphis both lose. Uh, App State can win. They have the easiest of the games, I would say, against uh, the Raging Cajuns. No, that's the ten and two Raging Cajuns. Ten and two Raging Cajuns, but uh, I still think it's probably the easiest of the games for all the teams. Maybe Boise State against Hawaii, but App State could definitely play themselves into a. They're only six point favorite, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, 12 and 1, teams. you'll jump up in the top. Yeah, 
20. Interesting games. I'm very excited for championship week. Uh, any locks for you for this week, Zach, in um, the championship games? I mean, I'm definitely going to pull Clemson's going to beat Virginia. 9-3 and three Virginia, though. I'll take that. I wish that was like a 9 and – I wish everyone in the SEC, that is the a, ACC was 9-3. and That three. is a comfortable – I do respect it. Very sure. I, They're 29-point favorites, Dan. I, th- I, think, I think Clemson probably will have this? that game. I say Clemson's not going to cover the spread. Won't cover. Okay, we'll go again. No, I am I lied. We're going to cover. We're going to kick them. If Clemson covers the spread in the ACC championship, That's they're going to win the national championship. I hate That's it. a bold statement no, coming off no, a game not. against Virginia, but that's it's, it's 9-3. Hmm. I think y'all can easily hold Virginia to like seven points. Exactly. So. If they if they go like 56-7. But Virginia's, to not seven, a, Virginia's not a great team. Oh, easy win for Clemson, nonetheless. Easy, easy win for sure. Okay, I'll pick a hard game. I like, I like the, I respect the lock of the week for sure, hey, man. I'll take Oregon over Utah. Ooh, the, the upset in the playoff picture in the Pac-12 Friday night game. Yep, that's, that's a cool. Big time. Eight o'clock. I'm down. You got the six point favor at Utah. I'm taking Oregon over Utah. Okay, mm-hmm. lock of the week is in for Zach. I think my lock of the week. I'm gonna get. My Cincinnati boys. No. Once again, <laughs> going to take down Memphis. They're not losing two weeks in a row, guys. Yes, they are. It's probably not the wisest choice for me, but we're going to go for it again. They're going to lose. Cincinnati, Bearcats, lock of the week, is it? <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so there they are. Before we get out of here, guys, this has been we're run over yet again the third hard thirty, oh, but no. it's fine. Where are we at? We are at a hard thirty-seven right now. Okay. But we're going to run through a quick little vacant seats as we had we talked about a couple times coaches on the fly potential uh pack your bags alert pack your bags alert we're not we gonna tell you what over, it is, but. but i i was not expecting this in all honesty jack <clears throat> uh so we obviously know chad morris out uh, of arkansas taggart out of florida state old dominion i don't know who the coach is sorry unlv don't know who the coach is and same for the UTSA. those are basketball schools. all these are basketball schools <laughs> call me when basketball season's in the in the in the in are we talking the about the tournament right now we're not <laughs> talking about tournament get out here old dominion <laughs> uh but there were a few major firings i did not expect starting we'll start in the acc with bc Steyer fired steve adazio yeah that's a big one pretty but sunny boston college has a High football standard, honestly. You know, two years ago in the ACC championship, or and they were a dominant yeah, ten years ago. So you know, like they bring need, it back. They need to be. They, they shouldn't have dropped off as much as they did. Another surpriser, USF getting rid of Charlie Strong. As just it was this probably the worst year for him at USF. Um, so I was pretty surprised they just after one bad season they got him out of there. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's, it's a tough. It's tough now being a college football head yeah. coach. So you got to win consistently. You'll get another job. Uh, another two other schools in the SEC that fired their head coaches. Uh, Matt Luke with Ole Miss. This is the one that stunned me the most, really, just because Matt Luke. Overall, I saw the improvement. You didn't see improvement in record, but you saw improvement on the football field in the coordinators that he brought in as far as defensive and offensive with Rich Rod. Fantastic hires. So I was pretty stunned with that. Once again, high football standard. High schools. football standard. I did was I did was hearing maybe watch for an inside hire, maybe Rich Rod getting another chance at a head coach. That'd be position. cool. That'd be How cool. about that? That'd be wild. In the SEC. In the SEC with Ole Miss, uh, impressive year though, really for me. Uh, stunned that Matt Luke is out. 
Um, another stunner, Barry Odom out of Mizzou. Um, bad really year. For bad them. year for them. Should have been should have been a lot better of a year for them. Um, even though they are six and six, can't make a bowl game because of the bands, but. We'll see what happens with Barry Odom. I assume he makes it on somebody's staff somewhere. Uh, he's a good coach, and I just hated to see that for him. But it's good transition time as they're now going to be bringing in the freshman quarterback, so bring in the new head coach. Uh, the only other team, Pac-12 team, that uh, didn't fire their coach, but uh, Chris Peterson of Washington decided to resign you informed me that the defensive coordinator was taking over the head coaching yeah, I, position. Yeah, forgive me, I don't know his name right now. I saw it earlier, but uh, is Peterson has taken an advisory role at Washington, so he's still with Washington currently, or is this just like until they formally settle their, find their final head coach? I mean, it's not even that. It's probably like get the buyout settled and stuff. If he he's probably going to a bigger program or something Do like you that. See, I see something being worked out with another school with him if he's stepping down right Where now. Where would he be going? Um, you probably could see him. Don't be stunned. You know, he's right there in the Pac-12 already. Uh, USC's probably moving on from Clay Helton, I would assume. They fired him. They fired him? I Clay? saw, yeah, they, that was like last night. Okay, so yeah, Clay Helton out, USC. So that's definitely going to be... Something to be watching if uh, USC needs a head coach, uh, Chris Peterson resigning. So maybe they are going to be moving Chris Peterson into that position. Um, he still has he has recruiting already, uh, recruiting connections already all around there. So we'll see what happens with that. But uh, I'm just really interested to see where Barry Odom and Matt Luke go. Both of them coming off what should, were fairly impressive seasons. Uh, not looking at record, but uh, as far as gameplay on the field. Um, guys, I really don't know if we got anything else. Uh, I think we will be, after the play championship games, we'll give y'all, we may next week do a little superlative for the uh, college football season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, best team, best offense, whatnot like that. Our award show. Our award show, if you will. For the college football season. Uh, and then, obviously, we're going to be getting into the bowl game season soon. And I think we're going to do a little pick them, do our two picks, and see how we do against the uh, overall with the record there. And then maybe put a little stakes on it. Yeah, with A1. A1, exactly. <laughs> uh, guys, that's number hard, 20. Hard 42. Hard 42. We are going to be out. The Barry Sanders episode. Ooh, love it. Number 20? Number 20. You know any other great 20s? Another great 20. Not off the top of my head. That's unfortunate. Barry. Barry, you're the number one, obviously. (laughs) Shout out, Barry Sanders episode. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Barry Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Follow us on Twitter at Moody underscore sports. M-O-O-D-Y underscore sports. And follow us on Spotify at The Very Moody Sports Show.